Praise God. Amen. We are blessed this morning to be in God's presence and to declare the goodness of God as all of us have been experiencing the abundance of God's grace in this season. In this season, there is a lot of constraints. This is a season of confinement to many, praise the Lord. But there is no shortage of grace that freely flows from God's throne into our zones. Amen. Regardless of how the circumstances look, what God has done for us, what Christ continues to do in us. Hallelujah. What the Holy Spirit does in us. Hallelujah. It is an ongoing work. Amen. This morning, as we are seated in God's presence, regardless of where you are, you are seated in the presence of God. Ask the Lord to open the shutters of heaven for you. Praise the Lord. And release His grace upon you. Amen. So that our lives will be enriched by His presence and by His power. We will continue with our theme, Enjoy the Fellowship. And uh, we will pray. Father, we are grateful to you. We thank you for God's word. We thank you for it enriches us and it shows us the will of God for our lives. We pray that we will not only know the will of God, but actually do the will of God in our lives. As we sit before you, Father, speak into our lives. Release grace and anointing in this place that will make the proclamation of God's word effective. In Jesus' name, every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we bind them. Every critical spirit, be stilled. To Christ be the glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. This is the message. We have heard from him and declared to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses from all our sins. Amen. We are talking about enjoying the fellowship. Fellowship is coming together with one mind and with one purpose. The purpose being honor Lord Jesus Christ and serve one another. Some of the cardinal things that we reminded you was, number one, God has called us into fellowship with the Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. We have fellowship with God the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Fellowship, we need to understand that, first of all, it has to be vertical and then horizontal. Amen. And we reminded the church 
are some of the most important things that we experience in fellowship. And so today, we are going to the last point of what we were talking about. In true fellowship, we said that we need to build each other up. We need to encourage each other, edify each other. In true fellowship, we need to make sure that we do not forsake the coming together, the assembling of ourselves. In true fellowship, we said that we ought to pray for one another. In the process of praying for one another, we will have to confess our sins to each other. Praise the Lord. If we do confess our sins to each other, the Lord would cleanse us and it will bring healing in our, in our lives. Healing in every realms of our lives. Physical, spiritual, relational, emotional, you name it, in every realms of our lives. Quite often, we don't want to confess. Instead of confess, we try to cover up. When we cover up, things go out of hand. Praise the Lord. When we cover up, we do not get the blessing of being cleansed and continue to experience without hindrance the fellowship, the communion with God, with Jesus Christ. And it also puts a strain on our fellowship with each other. So instead of covering it up, we need to confess and ask God to cleanse us. And he will indeed cleanse us and thereby we are able to conquer over any sins that besets us in our lives. God has called us to be conquerors. Amen. And at times, if we have to stay and experience that realm of conquest, we need to make sure that the communion with Christ is unbroken. Praise the Lord. Let me repeat that. If we have to continue to experience the conquest of conquest, what Christ has already done for us, and we need to continue in that, we need to make sure there is no hindrance in the communion with the Lord. What, what happens is, when sin enters into our lives, there is hindrance, praise the Lord. And we are not able to experience the kind of communion that we ought to, praise the Lord. The strength that we are supposed to experience in a closer communion with Him, praise the Lord, hallelujah. The voice of the Lord, the still small voice of the Spirit, praise God. We will miss it when there is sin in our lives. Amen. So God has called us to be conquerors. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. So for that at times, we need to come to a place of confession. Experience cleansing and become conquerors. Amen. So shall we proceed? In true fellowship, we ought to experience love between each other. In true fellowship, God wants us to love one another. Praise God. Care for one another. Praise God. So I want to read from 1 John chapter 3, verse 11 and verse 23. This is what the scripture says. 
For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Amen. Praise God. We are God's people who have experienced the love of God. For God demonstrates his own love towards us in this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. That is, that was me. Praise the Lord. That was you. That was us. Praise God. But in order to make the ungodly godly, praise God, he, Jesus, took upon himself the sins of mankind. Amen. In order to make a sinner saint, the sinless one, Jesus Christ, he became sin on the cross of Calvary. Bearing my sin, your sin, on the cross, he laid down his life for you and for me. The penalty of sin was paid completely on the cross of Calvary. What does cross remind you this morning is that God loves you and me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It also reminds us that love is not cheap. The love of God is not cheap. God paid a hefty price on the cross of Calvary. When Christ laid down his life, it was not like anyone else laying down his, their life. Jesus Christ is the source of life. Jesus Christ is the embodiment of life. Jesus Christ is the one who said, I am life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The one who is the source of life laid down his life on the cross for you and me so that we can become recipients of life in abundance and life eternal. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So we who have experienced this love, Paul writing to the Romans says, God has poured out his love into our hearts by the outpouring of his Holy Spirit. He has shed his love into our hearts by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit in residence within me, it reminds me, hallelujah, that God has lavishly poured his love within me. So we experience God's love in our life. Amen. And those who experience this love, God calls us to love one another. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So when we look at our fellow brother, our fellow sister, God wants us to look at them, praise God, with the eyes of love that we have experienced in our lives. Check this out. Verse 23 says, And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of the Son, Jesus Christ. And we have believed in the name of the Son, Jesus Christ. What a blessing, right? But the next part of the word says, And love one another as he gave us commandment. So, we are so much used to the first part of that verse, praise the Lord, that we should believe in the, on the, in the name of the Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. But the other part of that same verse, 23, 1 John 3.23 says that we ought to love one another as he gave 
commandment. Praise the Lord. So the same Lord who gave the commandment, praise God, to believe in his name and to experience love and life in our lives ex expects us to also love one another. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So Christians are expected to love one another. Praise the Lord. How is it that we are able to love one another? How should we love one another? The love that we have experienced in our lives is an unconditional love. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus loved us freely. Praise God. Even when we were sinners, Christ died for us. Praise the Lord. Our designation was ungodly. Praise God. When he loved us, praise God, our designation changed from ungodly to godly. Praise the Lord. So Christ changed our designation and he's changed our destiny. He changed our destination. Amen. Hallelujah. He changed our designation from ungodly to godly. And he changed our destiny and our destination from hell bound to heaven bound. Praise the Lord. And these people, we who have experienced this love, we ought to love one another with the same kind of love that we have experienced from the Lord. Praise the Lord. To the degree, praise the Lord, that we are connected to him. Amen. Hallelujah. We should let the love of God flow through us. Now, this is very important that we understand. Praise God. See, fellowships should lead to relationships. Amen. So we come together. Okay. We come together because we are connected to him. All right. But this should lead to a stronger bond between us because... We have the same Father, Heavenly Father. We are born of God. Not according to the will of man, but according to the will of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Cleansed by the same blood of Jesus. We are different in so many ways. We are unique in so many ways. We are distinct in so many ways. But there is a commonality in us. Praise God. We have experienced salvation from him. We are part of the family of God. Praise God. All of us who believe in Jesus are part of the family of God. Therefore, we are linked to each other. As much as there is difference in us, there is a commonality. We experience the same salvation. It's the same blood of Jesus that has redeemed us and has cleansed us. And we all are heaven bound. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So fellowship should lead us to a stronger and a deeper relationship. Praise the Lord. What should define this fellowship and this relationship? What should, what should be the boundaries for this relationship? The boundaries for this relationship is the word of God. Amen. Praise God. There is a demarcation from the world. Amen. 
praise God. And that has to be maintained in fellowship. Praise the Lord. Let me repeat this. The fellowship that we have with him and with each other is defined by the principles of God's word. This word is the one that lays the boundaries, lays the principles for a healthy fellowship and relationship. Praise the Lord. What is not of the world, what is not of the word cannot be allowed in fellowship. Praise the Lord. What defines our relationship is the word of God. Hallelujah. When the world enters, praise God, into the fellowship, then the fellowship cannot be strong because there is difference of ideologies. Hallelujah. Our boundaries are set by the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we are, we were born of God. We ought to love each other because we are brothers and sisters in Christ. True test of Christian love is not simply, simply failure to do evil to others, but praise God, being active in doing good to each other. Hallelujah. Christian love ought to be both positive and negative. What does that mean? Quoting from Isaiah 1, 16, 17, and paraphrasing it, cease to do evil, learn to do well. Praise the Lord. So it's both positive and negative. On one end, we have to make sure that we don't do evil and that itself is not enough. We have to move to the next realm, which is to do well for each other. Praise the Lord. This is a very challenging thing. Love one another. Praise the Lord. So within this realm of loving one another, there is different dimensions in it. Amen. So some people think to love one another is to overlook offense. Love one another is to wink at sin. This is what a lot of people think. But when you look at Jesus, his life and his teaching, Christ is the embodiment of love. Amen. Praise the Lord. Christ is the embodiment of love. But Christ who is the embodiment of love does not shy away from Correction, praise the Lord. From correcting those who are faltering, praise the Lord. Yes, Christ is love. Christ is merciful. He will help you out. He will empower you and he will put you back on track, praise the Lord. But in order to help one who is faltering, praise God, he not only reaches out to them with love and kindness and mercy, but he corrects them, praise the Lord. Help, assistance, aid without correction would only lead to the same over and over again. Let me repeat that, praise the Lord. Giving assistance to someone who is faltering is absolutely important. But if that is not followed with correction, 
Praise the Lord. With discipline, what happens is the potential for that person, it continues to fall that he, you will just set him up to continue in the same error that he is living in. So how is it that we can truly love one another? Listen to me very carefully. How is it that we can truly love one another? Praise the Lord. One way is we hate sin without hating the person. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You don't hate the person, but you cannot compromise with sin. Anyone who has compromised with sin has paid a heavy toll for it. Praise the Lord. You cannot compromise with sin and get away with it. Praise the Lord. When you wink at sin, it will come back to bite you today or tomorrow. That is the nature of sin. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, don't forget that sin will find you out. Praise the Lord. Sin will find you out. Praise the Lord. So sin has the potential to come back to bite us. Praise the Lord. So in this love relationship, when you see a person, a brother, a sister in sin, what do we do? Praise the Lord. Do we just simply ignore it? Do we simply walk away from it? Do we simply wink at it? Praise the Lord. No. We have to hate the sin, but not hate the person. Praise the Lord. This is very important that we need to understand it. But before that, we need to make sure that we hate with the same passion if there is any sin within us. Praise God. Quite often, it is the nature of man to overlook their own faults, their own sin, and point fingers at others. Praise the Lord. No, we need to correct ourselves first before we start correcting others. And that's where the challenge is. Amen. That's where the challenge is. So we have to look into ourselves. So in this fellowship with him, if our fellowship and our communion with them is authentic, if it's genuine, then in that relationship, in the light of his presence and in the light of his word, praise God. God, the Holy Spirit, works within us. And this work is an ongoing work as there ought to be sanctification, cleansing by the word of God, the water of God's word and the blood of Jesus should be an ongoing process in the life of every child of God. Amen. Praise God. And then we can and we should correct a brother, a sister that is erring. So we are in this fellowship and we are loving one another. In this process of loving one another, we have to correct each other when we go astray from the path of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. We cannot just simply ignore what the word of God says. You know, a good template is what Job says in Job 5, 17, 18. Look what it says. 
Blessed is the one whom God corrects. So do not despise the discipline of the Almighty. Check this out. Blessed is the one whom God corrects. So do not despise the discipline of the Almighty. For he wounds, but he also binds up. He also binds up. He injures, but his hands also heals. Wow. So God the Father, he does what? He's, the Bible says, blessed is the man, hmm? one whom God corrects. God is love. God is love, but God also corrects. The heart of love, the hand that corrects is controlled by the heart of love. So God who is love, he also corrects. And that correction is part of his discipline process. And in this process, the Bible says, he wounds, but he also binds up. Praise the Lord. So in this process of discipline, he wounds, but he also binds up. Isn't that beautiful? Look what the Bible says. He injures, but his hands also heal. Praise God. Hallelujah. As men and women of God, we should not fear making someone uncomfortable as we are trying to help them in their walk with Jesus. Praise the Lord. In order to protect their soul, we should not hesitate. Praise God. We should not hesitate to make them uncomfortable. No. We don't have a ministry of making people uncomfortable. We are not in the ministry of making people miserable. No, praise the Lord. We have not been given a ministry to make people miserable. But in the process of protecting a soul, praise God, there will be times where you and I would have to pose tough questions. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We live in a world where everyone wants to be politically correct. You know, we don't want to offend anyone. We don't want to rub anybody the wrong way. No, don't rub anybody the wrong way. Don't offend anyone the wrong way. But if they are going astray from the word of God, God expects you to speak the truth in love. Praise the Lord. This should be part of the process in a fellowship. Praise the Lord. Fellowship is not a place only where you just simply sing all the time and talk to each other all the time. That is good. It is absolutely necessary. But in this process, when you and I see a loved one because we love him and his love is within us because we love each other, you and I ought to become people who watch over each other's life. Praise the Lord. Quite often, you and I will be misunderstood as people. When you are involved in the process of correction, people will misunderstand us as people who are very, who are full of pride. 
they're going to say, you are very proud, this and that and all those things. Let them say it. You can't help it. You can't stop people from making comments. You look at the characters in the Bible. Moses, the Bible says, Moses was the meekest man on the face of the earth. Uh, Numbers 12.3, the meekest man on the face of the earth. Never hesitated to speak out and to correct those people that was with him. If you have doubt, go check out Deuteronomy 10.16, Exodus 32.20. That's an Old Testament character. And then we can take somebody from the New Testament. And sandwiched between the Old and the New is another character, John the Baptist. The one who said that I must decrease and he must increase. Was never afraid to correct people. Think about Jesus. Well, you and I would not have any argument about him. Jesus was humble. Praise the Lord. But he did not hesitate to whip, crack, to whip to take out the whip and correct people who were desecrating the house of God. He did not have any issue in looking at Peter, one of his beloved disciples, and calling him out. And what did Jesus say? Looked at Peter and told him, Satan, get behind me. Praise the Lord. Because you don't have the things of, your know, mind is not connected to the things of God. So what am I telling is that, listen, true humility is in a fellowship, we have to watch out for each other. When someone goes wrong, you don't stand with them and nod with them. Praise the Lord. That would just lead them away from the Lord. And your testimony will be affected. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you, if you continue in a relationship with this, with, with, in a relationship that is ungodly, and you think that you can portray Christ, how is it that that relationship is going to work? Because the other person is going to think, if you believe what you really believe about Jesus, you cannot have this relationship. So this is very important, that we understand that in fellowship, we need to have the liberty and courage not only to encourage each other, edify each other, love each other, but in love we also ought to correct each other. This is very important. We cannot simply overlook this. So, don't hate the person, but don't hesitate to tell the truth. When you speak the truth, if you speak the truth, if you dare to speak the truth, you might not experience love. You will experience rejection. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. If you speak the truth, you can water it down. You can sugarcoat it. As long as the sugarcoat lasts, people will love you. But you know there is something unique about sugarcoating. Sugarcoating doesn't last too long. Eventually, sugar coating will fade away. Praise God. The real bitterness will have to come. What bitterness are we talking about? Any pill that is sugar coated, the actual taste will come out. Praise the Lord. So we love the person, 
but you don't hesitate to tell them the truth as to what the scripture says. If you hide the truth, praise the Lord, it will come back to get you. Praise God. So, loving the person, but making sure that you correct them in love. Praise God. Hallelujah. Loving them sacrificially in fellowship, we ought to love sacrificially. We should not merely tell about the love of God, but show them that God loves through the demonstration of love. What is the demonstration of love? First John chapter 3, verse 16, 17, 18. I'm going to read it. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. In other words, going out of your way. Amen. Verse 17. Check this out. I'm going to read 18, then I'm going to read 17. Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. In the context here, loving sacrificially means this. That is verse 17. But whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? So, in the context... Loving sacrificially means willing to go out of our way and becoming, helping, become, giving assistance to those who are in need. So if you have the worldly goods and you see your brother, your sister in need, you reach out to them and you try to relieve them of their pain in the realms of physical need. Deuteronomy 15.7 goes like this. If anyone is poor among your fellow Israelites in any of the towns of the land of, land of your God, do not be hard-hearted or tight-fisted towards them. Praise the Lord. This is the pandemic season. It's a lockdown season. By God's grace, I believe that we are living in a land that, is, that has plenty. By God's grace, I don't know of anyone in Cornerstone who has lost their job because of the pandemic. And even if you have lost the job, thank God for our government that is able to supply at least for the next six months, you get an unemployment check. And you also get the special package, the federal aid from the government. So I don't believe that any one of us are going hungry. But I want you to Take your eyes off the United States of America. And I want you to look beyond our boundaries. Not every nation on, on this earth is blessed the way you and I are blessed. Praise the Lord. The body of Christ is diverse. The body of Christ is it, it spreads across the globe. There are people who are part of the body of Christ who's going hungry because of this pandemic. And it becomes the responsibility of you and me to reach out to them and relieve them of their pain. That is what it means to be, praise the Lord, sacrificially loving one another. Praise the Lord. And may God help us to do that. Hallelujah. But listen, what the Bible says, 
we have experienced John 3.16 in our lives. But John 3.16 is also connected to another 3.16 in the Bible. That is 1 John 3.16. You, you and I ought to look at John 3.16 and 1 John 3.16 and build a bridge between John 3.16 and 1 John 3.16. And you know what 1 John 3.16 is? John 3.16 we know, but what 1 John 3.16 is? This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. So look at the link, all right, between 3.16 and 1.3.16 of John. Praise the Lord. And that is something that we need to catch in fellowship. So today, I want you to think about our assembly, our congregation, our church. Praise the Lord. Love one another. Praise God. With the love of Christ. Praise God. Love sacrificially. Love without feeling intimidated of correcting someone who has gone wrong. Praise God. Love does not mean you wink at anything that is against the word of God. If you wink at anything that's against God's word, it will come to bite you today or tomorrow. It will. Because that is the nature of sin. Praise God. So you correct them in love and put them back on track. Hallelujah. Do not hate the person, but do not compromise with sin. There is no compromise with sin in the Bible. The tolerance level for sin in the Bible is zero. Praise the Lord. And that is the case with the preacher's sin and those who listen. Praise the Lord. The preacher is not exempt or immune from any of these things that we say. Praise God. Hallelujah. Love sacrificially. In other words, use your material goods that God has given to bless the body of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. If there is anyone suffering within the body of Christ, within the fellowship that you are in, you and I are called out to reach out to them with love. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are not talking about dollars and cents all the time. Sometimes all it takes is a word of comfort, a word of encouragement, if they are in a position to receive. If they are not in a position to receive, you might do more damage trying to reach them when, if they are not in a position to receive. Praise the Lord. God wants us, our love, to be a love that is in action. Praise the Lord. How we ought to love, love personally. One more verse and I'm done. Whoever, 1 John 4, 20, 21. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or sister, is a liar. Praise God. So if we hate someone, a brother or a sister, the Bible says that we are a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister, whom they have seen, cannot love God, whom they have not seen. 
praise God. And He has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. Shall we pray? One second. In fellowship, God wants us to love one another. Love is defined by the boundaries set in the scripture. In that, pro, in that process, love, not only with words, love with action, love with our material goods, love with our worldly goods. Reach out with words of comfort. Reach out, praise the Lord, with what God has given us and relieve the pain. Relieve Praise the Lord. The struggles of life. Praise the Lord. Love personally. Amen. God has called us to love. In the process of loving, if there ought to be correction, do not hesitate. If you do, you're setting them up and that is not true love. Praise God. Father, we are grateful to you. We are recipients of your love. We pray that we would love you and love each other. Quite often, we fail to love each other. Father, we pray that you will forgive us. And we pray that our communion with you, our fellowship with you, will become stronger. And we would allow the love of Christ not only to flow in us, but to flow through us. Praise God. Let us not love with words, but with action. Give us the grace to do so. In Jesus' name, amen.